Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to grow as a confident leader and take your business or your life to the next level. Today, I'm so excited to have Dr. Amy Novotny. Novotny, I was practicing that, Damn it, Novotny as my guest. And let me talk to you about Dr. Amy Novotny. She founded the PABR Institute, and that is a institute with the mission to provide pain, stress, and anxiety relief to those who seek a naturalistic form of treatment when other treatment methods have fallen short. Her unique approach comes from her experience treating in a variety of settings with a wide range of patient populations over the past 12 years. Her background in orthopedics, sports, geriatrics, balance disorders, nerve injuries, and most recently, chronic pain and influences from coursework she has done at postural restoration. We're going to have to learn all about this. I just don't know any of this stuff. This postural restoration institute gave her the foundation to develop this treatment method to address a wide range of painful and restrictive conditions. Her methods have helped countless people reduce and eliminate stress, pain, anxiety, orthopedic surgeries, sleep issues, and the need for medication. She co-authored two Amazon number one bestsellers, Don't Quit, Stories of Persistence, Courage, and Faith, and success habits of super achievers, which share her journey on how and why she developed the PABR method. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Amy Novotny. Yay! <laughs> Vicki, thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. And um, don't worry, everyone always butchers my name, and I just laugh and go along with it. <laughs> well, look at my name. I, I know. <laughs> Seriously, I know. I, mar- I married into it, and it was like, oh, I had such a nice four-letter word, and then now I, got it. <laughs> I know. When you said it, I kind of looked at it again. I was like, okay, so that's how you say that. So yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's German and the O is silent. So it's, wow. uh, and you say it with a lisp and, and then you okay. got it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yes, um, I, I understand. Last <laughs> names are fun. <laughs> the theme that we, um, or I selected today is improving entrepreneur performance. 
And mm -hmm. we will touch on the pain and all that, because if you yeah. think about it, to be a highly effective, highly engaging individual, whatever you do, especially entrepreneurs, where you need to be at level 10 at a lot yeah. of the time, having pain, anxiety, stress is not going to allow you to be at your top. Yeah. And so I thought that this was just a perfect way to kind of marry how important it is to be really cognizant of self-care and, and being uh, taking care of ourselves in my case, as I get older, <laughs> to, to ensure that these last hopefully 30 years are ones that are ones that I, I can still be vital yeah. and do things as opposed to, you know, sitting in a chair and not able to, to enjoy life. Absolutely. So we always start with a very simple question. Mm -hmm. And that is tell the audience, what part of the country do you call home? So I've been based out of Arizona for a very long time. I'm right now, I'm currently in Utah, but Arizona has been home, sweet home for 30 some years. So you don't mind the heat. <laughs> Starting to get to me, which is why I often spend summers in Arctic locations. <laughs> <laughs> That's the penguins. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so just to share with the audience how you got into helping people mm -hmm. get out of pain and stress through mm -hmm. breath work, which I think is awesome to do. Yeah. So at one point I decided I really wanted to get into marathons, training for them, doing, um, I wanted to train to qualify for Boston, do ultra marathons, which is anything above a 26.2 marathon. And I've gone all the way up to hundred miles. Now, when you become an endurance runner, there's usually various aches and pains that come with it. And I had my doctoral training in physical therapy, and I was doing everything that we were taught in doctoral school for treating injuries and stuff, but I still had issues of some pain and different things like that. And so I, was, you know, I thought to myself, that can't be right. There's something wrong here. I'm missing something. And so I started playing with my body position and breathing mechanics. So it goes way beyond breath work. So breath mm -hmm. work typically is looking at the rhythm of your breathing and following some type of pattern. This goes way more technical, way deeper than traditional breath work. So I don't even, so people will call it breath work, but I say, we're not really doing breath work in the way mm -hmm. that you're saying and thinking, because I don't want to misconstrue what we're doing. So I started playing with my body position and changing my mechanics of how I breathe. And when I was on a treadmill, I was running eight miles, three times a week, mm -hmm. 55 minute runs. So that's a clipping pace, just under a seven minute mile pace. And when I switched how I held myself and my mechanics, all the pain went away, all mm -hmm. the tightness went away all the aches went away. I got off the treadmill. I didn't have to stretch. I didn't have to foam roll. I didn't have to scrape. I didn't have to do all these things. Mm. And so it was confusing to me at first. I was like, wow, what did I just stumble on? And what happened was I started to realize how I could change myself to run pain-free and then I could run marathons pain-free. Wow. And I ran faster than I ever did before, qualified, blew through the qualifying marks for Boston, went to Boston four times, no issues. And I'm just a regular Joe Schmo. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And I'm like, okay, well, I need to put this into a process. So I started doing that. I started experimenting on people, trying things out, figuring out what exactly was going on. And I realized I was calming down my fight or flight nervous system. Mm. And I was doing, I was helping others do that too. And that carried me into what I do now. It's a long-winded answer, but that's literally how I got into what I'm doing now and why I coach and train people on their nervous system now. So what does P A, what do I have here? I'm sorry. P A B R stand for. So pain awareness, breathing relief. Oh, okay. so that's we're, easy. we're trying to get someone from pain to relief using awareness of the nervous system and changes in the nervous system and body position and breathing mechanics to get them relief. Very good. Okay. Yeah. So how do we, as I said, some of us are getting older. <laughs> How do people, um, you know, they they have this thing, like I have this pain and there's nothing that mm -hmm. breathing is going to do to fix this. So how do we get them to believe that it can do? Do you work with them mm -hmm. trial and error or is there? Right. So this whole, this power process, power method is an actual process. So we are not just sitting doing kumbaya breathing. So you just sitting and breathing is not going to do anything because that's breath work. Mm -hmm. We're not doing breath work. No. We're addressing the nervous system. So let's say you have neck pain. Okay. What we need to look at is how is your fight or flight nervous system causing your muscles to behave in a way that's pulling on your neck abnormally. And that's what happens. That's literally mm. what happens when we have stressors, our nervous system ramps up. We know about the cortisol levels going up. We know about adrenaline going up. Mm. What we don't often talk about is your muscles start to contract mm. without your awareness and they start to pull on your bones and joints without you even realizing it. It's so mm. subtle and it builds over time. And then all of a sudden, one day you have a stressor, you go to bed, you wake up the next day. Oh, I have neck pain. You're like, wow, where'd that come from? And so what we have to do is teach you how to change your body position so that you, your position stops stimulating the fight or flight nervous system. When your nervous system learns how to, how to calm down, your bones start to go back into a neutral position. They, the muscles release, you stop having pain related to impingement. Hmm. And alongside with this changing the position, is when your ribs drop down into where there should be, now you start to support the diaphragm. Mm. The diaphragm starts to work. Most people don't know how to use their diaphragm. It's not belly breathing. Belly breathing mm -hmm. is not diaphragmatic breathing, right. even though people tell us that. It's not. So we have to shift using the diaphragm. So the diaphragm stimulates a nerve to calm you down and release those muscles holding on you abnormally. Mm. I do this with people through Zoom. I coach them on this process. It takes, you know, it's not just once and done and you're done. We have to teach you several skills. It's recorded. And I do this with people all over the world. Wow. Yeah. So why do people believe that pain is synonymous with getting old? <laughs> you have, your <laughs> yes. question was aging, but you know, getting old. <laughs> let's just yeah. say what it is. <laughs> so think about it. It's throughout history, culture. We're just taught you get old, oh, you're gonna have aches and pains, you're yeah. gonna have back pains, you're gonna have all that stuff. And I say, No, you don't have to, not yeah. if you don't want to. 
what happens is as we go through our life, we have stressors that add up on top of each other. Mm-hmm. When I mentioned earlier, when you have a stressor, your muscles start to contract. Just because that stressor goes away doesn't mean your muscles release because you don't even know that you're, you should release them and you don't know how to release them. That's where people get in trouble. So as they get older, the muscles have learned to contract and they keep pulling abnormally on joints. And when they do that, they start to pull the bones and joints out of position. So things butt up against each other. It has nothing to do with the person's age. It has to do with how many stressors have added up over time. And then what happens, they develop pain. They go to the doctor, they have an x-ray. The doctor says, oh, you have arthritis. That's why you have pain. And I say, no, 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 no. Arthritis is a degeneration of the cartilage. Arthritis does not equal pain. And the reason I can say that is because I've worked with so many people well into their mid and late seventies, where you teach them how to calm their nervous system down. They release the muscles, the joints go back into position, don't have pain anymore. Arthritis is still there because it's by definition, a degeneration of the cartilage, but they're no longer butting up tissues together. They don't have pain. They Mm -hmm. can cancel their joint replacement surgeries. They go back to functioning, running, hopping, whatever they want to do. And they're not having issues. And they're still 76 years old. So just because- Which is not old. (laughs) No. (laughs) But they don't, it's not because of their age. They just change their nervous system. They're out of pain. Mm -hmm. Mind over matter. So how do you help entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. perform at that higher level? Right. So part of what we're talking about, all this physical changes, Mm -hmm. it's more than just in your head. It's actually physically changing how you sense and feel. Mm. When you are going through that process, you are learning how your physical body needs to change so you can feel it release and relax. Mm. So it's not just, we're going to think about relaxing. It's not that at all. It's an actual physical change. And that helps entrepreneurs because when they learn to feel safe and relaxed in their bodies, now the energy that was devoted towards putting their body in a ramped up state, it can now be diverted to their mental and emotional processes. Mm. They're no longer wasting energy on their body being in a fight or flight state. They can take that energy, put it towards executive functions of focus, attention, Mm. analyzing, creativity, all these things that they need to be able to incorporate into being an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs have to change. They have to act quickly. They have to function with an ever-changing environment. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if they are so devoted towards stress, anxiety, and pain, they're wasting so much energy on those things mm. that it's hard for them to be a calm leader. Yeah. They become more emotionally reactive when they're ramped up or they have pain. And by changing their sense of safety and mm. security in their body, they perform so much better. And, and quite a bit of my clients, 75% are entrepreneurs, yeah. business owners, founders. So especially in the last few years, we mm-hmm. entrepreneurs have been in the same position for a good yeah. bit of our day. Um, what what can you do to alleviate some of that? I mean, I have a standing desk, which has been mm-hmm. helpful. 
but mm-hmm. what, what would you suggest? So there's, there's many things. So standing desk is great. I say every half hour change position, stand up for a half hour, sit for a half hour, stand up and just keep going back and forth. Also, if let's say you have to have an hour meeting after that hour meeting, get up and walk around, mm. go outside. One of the big things is if you're on the computer all day, look away from your computer, 20 feet, look away 200 feet so that you're not constantly having your eyeballs at that 20 inch distance away from your face. Mm -hmm. You really want to change that because that also it impacts your eyes and your ability to focus. Mm -hmm. So those types of things are just kind of general things. Other things I would say is part of the process I work on with people is doing some of the activities I give with body positioning and breathing mechanic work Mm -hmm. so that you are breaking out of the habits that develop in your nervous system from being stationary in an emotionally charged environment, which (laughs) most people's work is somewhat emotionally charged. (laughs) It's hard to get around that. Yeah, that is so true. So how can breath work help to reduce um, or eliminate pain for anyone? You know, even Mm -hmm. our kids, should we be teaching this to our, our students that are athletes or ballet mm-hmm. dancers or, or, or whatnot, you know, when, when is a good time to start to uh, incorporate this in our life? Absolutely. As young as possible. So I do work with kids. I often work with kids who have some type of pain related to athletics or they're super stressed out or they have ADHD. So with kids with ADHD, I actually train the parents first because they're reflecting their parents. Mm-hmm. So we get the parents to calm down. The kids can learn a new behavior pattern. Mm-hmm. But as soon as possible that you become aware of this, I would learn this because we want to get your body to change how you sense and control your nervous system so that your breathing mechanics change to release the muscles that are gripping on you abnormally. Mm-hmm. that you literally can't even feel. So I, I did a presentation this morning to um, a group of entrepreneurs. And one of the ladies that was attending said, well, I feel great. I feel like I'm all ramped, you know, I'm ramped up. I like being in high energy. I feel great. Why in the world would I want to change? And I said to her, I said, you don't have to change. I'm not telling you you have to change. I'm saying, you want to be able to have control. So if you need to change, you could. Mm-hmm. And we went through talking about it and she didn't know how to relax. Mm-hmm. She had just done a new activity of snowshoeing and she had some leg pain. And she's like, I can't figure out where this pain came from. And I said, you don't know how to relax. You know how to be ramped up. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to calm down. And if you knew how to calm down, you could get rid of that pain and it wouldn't even start. Yeah. But because you exist in a ramped up world and you've listened to many well-intentioned people that you need to be raw, 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 ramped up, you followed that high energy protocol, but you don't, you forgot how to calm down. Mm. You forgot how to let and release and have a physical change so that your body knows how to let go. And then, and it was interesting because she interrupted me all throughout the presentation because she was so ramped up. <laughs> And she had no clue she was doing this, no clue at all. And, and, you know, I just smiled because I know she's ramped up. Yeah. And so she's also a friend of mine too, you know, an acquaintance. 
So, and I can say this, but I'll have a private conversation with her and say, watch the video back. Yeah. Watch how ramped up you are. And you can change if you want to. No one's mm. forcing you. But the other existence is really nice. Yeah. And, and I admitted to her, I said, I used to be like you. I used to be really ramped up high strung everything and once I shifted and realized I could get more done now than I could before being high strung like I'm not going back I like this existence much better I'm not I'm I can run 50 miles pain-free and I'm I'm happy to camper you know I yeah. don't have to worry about it well and also that increased focus mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and you know as you were talking about that there's I have often seen kids that and and it's partly on the parents too they don't know how to have quiet time to just be you know sitting quietly looking at the sky or whatever and it, it's it's um something that i think needs addressed i think yeah. you need to to not have anything to do and be okay with that yes <laughs> and in something that you just said, we shame people for oh. resting and relaxing. Yeah. We shame kids from the very, very yeah. first little bit to do something, do something, hurry, do something. And we don't realize we're creating yeah. these problems later on, maybe mm -hmm. even within a few months. It could be a few years, but we don't know. Yeah. But learning to be still, and there is a push to be still. Mm -hmm. the problem is if we are still and our body doesn't know how to feel safe and calm and relaxed we can't truly be still and there's just this conflict inside us mm -hmm. you know a lot of <clears throat> a lot of moms who have self-care <laughs> issues anyway you mm -hmm. know they they are they feel guilty you know if yeah. i'm not doing something and mm -hmm. and um to just sit and be caring for yourself is often hard. And, yeah. you know, that's one of my missions of this podcast is to just keep on reaffirming to them. It is okay. You are better if you do have that half an hour or 15 minutes of a, a break, mm -hmm. than if you go, go, go. And now, you, as you said, your stress level gets to a point where you don't handle the things that come. Yeah. And I appreciate you for having this podcast and telling women that and giving them permission and reassuring them. It yeah. is so needed. And I thank you dearly for that. Well, we have to do something. Yeah. So how can stress influence the pain in our bodies? We talked about it. And, and you know, if you start to feel that stress in your neck or whatever, mm -hmm. And as you said, sometimes you don't feel it, but I know I have been there where you can just start. It's like, well, I didn't do anything. Why is, why is that feeling that way? Mm -hmm. And is there yeah. a way to just immediately curtail it or? There is. And, and that's part of the process of what I teach people. It, okay. and, and I don't mean to be glib or evasive or anything like that. It does take time. Oh, sure. So, so like you, for you, Vicki, let's say your let's say when you feel stress it goes right to your neck that's your subconscious programming of how you handle stress mm -hmm. 
for someone else, for me, it might be different. Could be my left shoulder Mm -hmm. for someone else could be their low back. So we have to look at what is your history? What, and we look at literally your whole body. How do you walk? How do you move? How do you bend? How do you reach? How do you lift? Mm. How do you lie down? All of those things play into the fact of how you hold your body and how stress tension goes right to your neck. So there is a step-by-step process where we teach you, okay, we got to get the ribs down. Your shoulders can't drop down unless your ribs drop down. Mm -hmm. When your shoulders learn to drop down because the ribs drop down, now you free up your neck. Now we have to teach you to stabilize yourself in that new position so that you calm yourself into that new position and keep yourself that way. So the next time you have a stressor come up, you know how to behave so you don't go right back into that subconscious programming response. And that's how you start to transform your body and change it so that the stressor does not become a physical ramification and you have a physical control over that whole process. Yeah. And I could see just like anything, mm-hmm. it's the little steps that you take that will give you the big results over time, but not tomorrow, you know? Yeah, it, it is. It probably takes us, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever years to get there. <laughs> it's not going to take that long to unwind it, but it does take longer than an hour. Right. I do expect you to feel a change in an hour, but it's not all going to be completely resolved with you stable and know exactly what to do Mm. because there's too much for you to learn for your brain to process in one hour. Right. So how do you help people with trauma or abuse get relief? So often when someone has experienced something very traumatic like that, we all have various levels of trauma, but there's sometimes more extreme that experience gets stored in the body. The, the memories, the emotions, Mm -hmm. the experience gets stored in different areas of the body. The body closes off Mm -hmm. the body will, it's almost like you've been shrink wrapped (laughs) and, and it's literally goes into this guarded protected state where it's like, you're this block that just moves around and what's hard is they never feel safe or free because the body is permanently in this locked state. So we have to work slowly, very, very slowly to help the body learn how to change the position so that pieces can start to release and drop down and free up. So when we have a very traumatic experience, this happens to everyone, your rib cage lifts up automatically and your chest goes out and you go into a protective state Mm -hmm. even beyond what we already tried to do to look good posture this response happens because anytime you have that a traumatic event that response happens and because it's not a quick once and done the body learns to keep you that way Mm. and when it keeps you that way it locks you up So that those emotions that get stored cannot free up Mm. unless someone teaches you how to get the rib cage down, the breastbone to release the armpits, to let go the, the, the area below the breastbone, the xiphoid process, where we store major trauma to get that, to let go the front of the hips by the groin. We got to get that area to let go. These are areas where we store a lot of traumatic events 
because that's we close them off to protect ourselves mm -hmm. thinking that the world is still harming us yeah and so because the body is set into the state of the world is still harming us the mind is still replaying everything yeah. and so we have to work slowly to get those pieces to release mm. and i've done this with people in the worst possible traumatic experiences that we don't even experience in this country oh man <clears throat> other countries that have done things to their population i've gone through this with them in the worst possible scenarios where they learn to release those mm. events from their past but we have to go slow because if you go too fast they become too unstable mm. and the emotions rear their ugly head yeah. so with trauma and abuse it is a little bit of a slower process because we have to teach people how to sense and feel again, because most of the time they've tried to numb themselves because feeling is too hard. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Whenever you fix that, you they must think uh, that you are just like us, just a wonder woman. <laughs> They're grateful. And, yeah. and one of the things is when I'm working with them, I make sure they understand all the science, everything behind it. So they realize this is not magic. Yeah. That even they, they feel great. They're so relieved, but I really want them to realize that they did it themselves. I just used my words to guide them into the process that they did it themselves because I want them to be able to own it. Yeah. So that just in case they wake up with a nightmare and their body goes back into that state, they don't panic. Yeah. They say, okay, I know what to do. I will follow the process. Even if I have to start from square one with what Amy showed me, I will start from square one and I will work through it all over again because it worked for me once. I know I can do it again. Awesome. So, wow. Yeah. We, we could just sit here and chat about <laughs> this for a long time, yeah. but uh, I, it's time for rapid fire. Okay. So first one. You have a picture of penguins behind you. My first question is, <laughs> yes. how did you get to travel around the world <laughs> using mm -hmm. your methods? Yeah. So I was approached by a world famous photographer, um, a bird photographer, hence penguins, who was scheduled and told he had to have a joint replacement surgery, a knee replacement surgery. And so he flew from Florida to Arizona to visit with me and to work with me to help him avoid avoid a surgery and he was in his 70s and he had had pain for over 40 years and so after we did some work together his pain went away he went home he slipped and fell on um, water from a swimming pool tore up his rotator cuff and um, was told he had to have surgery and he said i have all these trips planned all over the world this year and so he contacted me he says is there anything we can do and he said yes, come back. We're going to calm down your nervous system and show you that you can reach your arm overhead, that the reason it's frozen at your waist is because of your nervous system, not because of the tears. So we did that. And he said, I'm going to hire you to travel around with me and my partner. And the three of us will travel around the world. And I am a photographer as well. So I said, okay, I'll give up my life for six months. I'll travel around the world. We went to the Arctic all the way down to the Antarctic and I was able to take those photos. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. 
So you um, just mentioned about what his ailment mm -hmm. was. Yeah. Uh, my husband is uh, this coming February going to have uh, shoulder, his second oh. shoulder surgery. Oh, I'm sorry. Bone on bone now, finally. But, you mm -hmm. know, the thing that with all of these surgeries that aggravates mm -hmm. me is until it gets to bone on bone, there's like, they won't do any surgery. So if, if you could have them come to you before it gets to that point where, where they have to have surgery, that seems like the better thing to do because nobody likes to have surgery. Yes. And even when you're bone on bone, this stuff still works. Like the photographer I just told you about, he was bone on bone in his knee. Wow. And that was back in 2018. He hasn't had surgery. I have another client who's in her late seventies now. She's been bone on bone for years. She was scheduled for a surgery back in 2016. We went through this process. Never, she stopped all injections, all medications, never had a surgery since June of 2016. Does, it's your, does your body regenerate, you know, cartilage or whatever mm -hmm. it needs after the stress goes away or is it just still always the bone on bone it's still bone on bone the arthritis is still there but that wasn't the cause of the pain mm -hmm. it was just your muscles misbehaving and pulling you and causing things to pinch and for like that one client she's a retired psychologist mm -hmm. she de-stressed her body she learned how to release we didn't even touch her knee She's still bone on bone. And this was back in 2016. So what is that? Six years, seven years ago. Wow. She's still bone on bone, but she doesn't have any pain because her muscles are holding her in the correct motion, oh. the correct position. She doesn't have to have surgery and she hasn't. She doesn't have to go through the sequela of all yeah. of that recovery, <laughs> the swelling, all, you know, there's, it affects everyone in that person's life. Yes. I am not going to Paris because <laughs> oh. so you, I talked about that you ran for 50 miles pain-free mm -hmm. um, and you also said now you've done hundred miles. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. So um, I've done, and I've done a little bit of crazy things. So I've done 200 milers. The last hundred miler I did, I wanted to test this process nervous system stuff breath workout mm -hmm. so i ran a very fast marathon to requalify for merit for boston six days later i ran 100 miles in the mountains <laughs> no going into it no pain six days later no pain but when i did it i was a little bit sleepy when i got to mile 60 70 made it through no issues four weeks later i ran 100k which is 62 miles a week later, I ran another marathon on the road. And a week after that, I ran 50 miles in the mountains. No problems, no wow. pain, no issues. No swelling of ankles or no shin splints? Or nope, nope. Because I kept myself calm. Mm -hmm. So my muscles were not allowed to pull me out of position. Wow. They didn't pull me out of position. I didn't, I didn't beat up on my joints because... My joints were in the correct position. Mm -hmm. I didn't have pain. I just kept myself calm and I was able to get through it all. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So what advice would you give your younger self? 
Oh, gosh. Um, don't be so afraid to start a business. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I was terrified. And don't be so afraid to go against the grain. Yeah. So I gave up my training. I stopped doing physical therapy. I stopped doing the stuff that I was taught. And it was because I realized there was a process that worked even better. But for a very long time, I was afraid to go against it because I didn't want the repercussions of society in the medical world. But I persevered. There was a lot of tears, a couple years of a lot of tears with doctors ostracizing me. Yeah. But then once they started to realize what I was doing, they started to come see me. They started to get help. They started to send me the strangest cases they've ever seen where no one else could help them. Mm. And I persevered, but I was afraid for a long time. Wow. And I waited a long time, but I'm grateful I got here. But I would tell my younger self, get around people who think differently yeah. so that you don't let your fears overcome your, come what you really want to do. And you don't stay in that realm of safety all the time, yeah. because ultimately the only place where I'm really safe is in my body. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just pretend safe. <laughs> <laughs> As we know, life can just upheaval just like that. You yeah. know, it doesn't take much. That is so true. Yeah. All right. This is the warning for those that are just listening that I'm going to share my screen. So if you don't have a paper and pencil, and as I remind you every day, <laughs> if you don't have a paper and pencil, you missed a lot of good notes. So you're <laughs> going to need to make sure that you go to my YouTube channel to get these screenshots. But we're going to yeah. go ahead and share my screen. If you are watching, <laughs> Be ready to take a screenshot so you can get Dr. Amy's information. So we have her email, and, and I normally don't give the email, but her, her gift or her information, she suggests. So it's amy at P-A-B-R-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E. So that's amy at P-A-B-R-Institute.com. The website is that as well, www.pabrinstitute.com. She's on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can go to Dr. Amy, and her last name again is N-O-V-O-T-N-Y. And I'm going to let Dr. Amy talk to you about her what you can find on that website. Absolutely. So we have a lot of resources on there. Um, there's information, there's free guides, there's a lot of different things that you can do. There's a place where you can sign up for a free 15 minute consultation that will allow us to chat and you can learn more about the programs that I have. Um, and then you can also even reach out to me and I can send you specific videos that I've done on some of the topics that we've talked about today and getting started. So we have a lot of different ways for you to start to immerse and learn this material, whether you work with me specifically one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting or just on your own through videos. Excellent. So lots of resources. Again, that is at www.pabrinstitute.com, pabrinstitute.com. So Dr. Amy, it has been a pleasure. I, um, as I said, I, I want to have my 60s now and 70s and 80s and 90s and you know what 
we'll just shoot for the early hundreds (laughs) to be healthy, to be uh, vital, to be able to um, enjoy my grandsons. That's, you know, when um, I turned 60, I wanted to make sure that I could crawl around with my, at that time, brand new grandson. And, uh, and he is a wily one. So I just need to stay that way. (laughs) But, you know, and I don't like medicines and I don't want to have a lot of surgeries. And I think what you say is great advice for everyone. So I hope you all take heed, go to her website, check out the videos, check out the resources she has, take advantage of the 15 minutes. And as always, if you are just listening, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube so you can watch this and uh, get some really great information. So uh, as always, I end this by reminding everyone that life is a journey and it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nethling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nethling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.